Welcome to this mini episode of Politically Speaking. Uh, We had some late breaking news today on Friday regarding airport privatization. I am joined in the studio by my co-host, Jason Rosenbaum, and our airport privatization reporter, Karan Ruff. Airport privatization czar or something yes, like that. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Maybe that should be a, it looks like I need a new beat though now. <laughs> First off, Corinne, thanks for joining us because it's a very busy day for you. So I, I'm really appreciative that you're doing this. Absolutely. Can, can you tell us what happened today? So today, in short, um, we were meant to have Linda Martinez from the mayor's office on St. Louis on the air. Surprise, Mayor Leiter Krusen came on to, to give a really big announcement. Here's what she said. We don't have all the answers, and so we've got to listen to folks. And so in that listening, what, what I observe is that there's really very little support in our community for moving forward with a private operator at our airport. So we're at a, 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 the, a fork in the road here. We have, as you mentioned, received the responses to the RFQ, but we have not issued the request for proposals yet. Mm -hmm. And so uh, today I ask my representative, Linda Martinez, uh, not to vote in favor of issuing that request for proposal. Okay. And if you're confused about what that means, here's the next clip. It will clarify it. So by asking your representative, Deputy Mayor Martinez, um, not to support moving forward with this RFP, does this mean the city's exploration of airport privatization is dead? It is. So that was the mayor talking to St. Louis on the Air host, Sarah Fenske. And honestly, this came as a huge shock. I've been covering airport privatization for months. And finally, everyone has been really excited because they were getting close to issuing the request for proposals. Instead, the mayor said, we're not doing that. We're done with the whole thing. Now, that's surprising because Krusen has been a huge proponent of seeing this process through. She said time and again that we just have to see the proposals to know what we're getting into. We have to see the proposals. We, The city has not issued the request for proposals. So technically, the city has no idea what those ideas even were. Krusen had been seen as like the biggest proponent of this idea of finding a private operator to run Lambert Airport. The idea would be that it would pay off the airport's debt. It could provide a cash infusion. Up to $2 billion. It's not a small amount. For the city. But I think from the start, there were all sorts of people who had problems with the process. Sometimes it seemed like she was the only proponent of this. And that's why it's interesting to hear her say, hey, I I talked to business leaders, politicians, people in the public, and I realized there wasn't support. And it's like people have been voicing concerns for a really long time. And, you know, Sarah wasn't really able to get out of Krusen. What was the exact turning point for why making why she wants to make the decision now? Aside from the fact that it is sort of a logical point to say we don't want to move forward just because you would want to do it now before you tell these companies to spend all the time and money and energy to come up with proposals. I think another issue that kind of broke this week was the St. Louis Post-Dispatch wrote an article that featured minutes from a meeting. And Linda Martinez, the mayor's designee on the uh, airport advisory board, was seen as pushing this local group called STL Aviation Group, Group, which had ties to, to Jeff Rainford, the former chief of staff for Mayor Slay, This whole process got started with then-Mayor Slay starting the process, and then he went to work for an entity that thought about bidding but ultimately didn't. 
And then there's the whole issue of Rex Singfeld, this controversial financier that funded the whole thing. Yeah. So the funding was a little bit strange, right? So the city did not pay a dime for this process in terms of paying consultants to study it. It it has all been funded by Grow Missouri, which is Rex Singfeld's group. Now, since August of 2018, which is when the group started meeting, that bill has racked up to more than $11 million. Here's what Krusen had to say about what happens to Singfeld's money. So is it fair to say at this point, he's just out that money? It is, unfortunately. It is. Uh, and I, I do have to say um, that for uh, for all of the criticism of this, there was no one else who stepped up and offered to pay these funds. And personally, I appreciate uh, the investment that's been made in our airport and in really the people to help us get there. Because, you know, we are a city without the capacity or the experience, frankly, to figure out how to do some of these things. Well, no one else stepped up because I'm not sure anyone else thought this was a good idea. Or had $11 million laying around. Yes, I should clarify. I'm not sure any other wealthy person was that interested in this. And and to that end, I think... the thing that stuck out to me about Krusen's comments today is she kept saying that she talked to the business t- community, she talked to the business community, and they weren't behind this, right? We know that the business community here in St. Louis is growing, has a lot of money. There's a lot of private money going into other initiatives like the MLS stadium and other things. And I think it might have hit a breaking point where she realized this doesn't this doesn't have the support of a really large and wealthy community. So, Corinne, where does the exploration on improving Lambert Airport go from here? Because clearly privatization is not going to be the answer. But I think that even privatization opponents would agree that the airport needs a lot of improvement. And there could be opportunities like once the the debt goes away. Yeah, so privatization is completely off the table now. I talked to the head of the working group that's been considering this for uh, over a year now, and he said, you know, look, we've learned a ton about the airport that we never knew before, and there's a lot of momentum now around how to improve the airport in different ways. I mean, it's really unclear. He just got the news today, so they don't really know how they're going to go forward with it. That group is going to dissolve in January, but it sounds like even from Krusen's comments that they want to improve the airport. Now, a lot of airports are doing public-private partnerships that don't involve, you know, having a private operator come in, but, you know, doing terminal renovations, developing the land. We know that there's about 1,200 acres of land around the airport that's not developed. The only thing with that, the catch, is that you can't develop that land until a lot of the debt is paid off. It's going to take at least five to seven years for the bulk to be paid. We actually talked with Alderwoman Christine Ingracia, a sixth ward Democrat who is a major opponent of this airport privatization process. And in a question about like why organized labor wasn't more vocal about this entire situation, she provided this insight on what might be the future of development at Lambert. I think most of us know, including uh, the folks in, in labor, that the same potential for jobs. As soon as we pay off this debt within the next five years, we have a bunch of private land that's um, able to be redeveloped. The airport is, um, you know, decreasing in ways that it should in terms of per passenger um, cost and increasing in ways it should in terms of having airplanes touch down and passengers come through and provide $7 million a year, usually, um, to this to the budget. 
Is that the plan moving forward? Do you have any idea, Corinne? I know this is all new. Honestly, I think what the mayor has said is they're going to take a break. Everyone's going to breathe for a while over the (laughs) holidays, enjoy time with their families. And after the new year, they're going to decide what to do. But she has said that she's got you know, support or at least motivation from the business community and the airlines to do something, although it won't be privatization, it's unclear what that actually will be. The other interesting development this week is there was a big carpenters union that came out in favor of airport privatization saying, hey, this could bring a ton of jobs to us. You know, maybe they're still going to be behind developing the airport land in other ways. The two things I can think of that happened this week that were um, maybe not good news for the mayor was this article that came out in the St. Louis Post-Dispatch that made the Crusade administration not look great. And also the Port Authority voted last night to say that they wanted to conduct their, I'm sorry, the St. Louis County Port Authority voted last night to say that they wanted to conduct their own study of whether airport privatization uh, was a good thing and should go forward. They would really not be, they wouldn't have any authority to stop it. It was more of a, I think, like a counter fact-finding mission. And I was wondering, is it is one of those things or both of those things, did they play into the mayor's decision? Do we have any idea? I think that's really hard to say. The mayor has not said that because of regional pressure that this led to her decision. Um, but I think, you know, you can't ignore the fact that we've had major regional leaders like St. Louis County Executive Sam Page, St. Charles County Executive Steve Elliman stand up and say, hey, this is a regional asset and we need to find a plan that works for everyone in this area. Now, the Port Authority's study was really going to just be on what will be the regional impact or economic development impact of this. And maybe they'll still go through with it because maybe it's worth considering, aside from privatization, what can be done. But, you know, it's not clear whether or not they're going to go through with that, given the news. Right. And also a lot of people in the Port Authority are business leaders. I mean, they they are the type of people that that maybe she was referencing. I guess it's I hard think to that's tell. fair. And I think a lot of people have said, look, there's tons of businesses that operate out of St. Charles County and they're flying all over the country, around the world. Like part of, you know, bringing more economic development and business to St. Louis does revolve around having a good airport. If you can have direct flights, you can convince more people that St. Louis is a good place to bring your business. All right. Well, this is a mini episode, and so we're going to try to end it rather quickly. Thank you so much, Corinne, for coming in and talking to us. Yeah, thank you. You can read more of Corinne's stories specifically about the airport on our website at stlpublicradio.org. Corinne, where can people find you on the World Wide Web? Well, you can find me on the Twitter. My (laughs) handle is at Corinne Susan. That's Corinne with one R and two Ns. And Jason? Jay Rosenbaum. And you can find me at J.S. O'Donohue. Thanks so much, everyone, for being here.